the Ealing Cricketer. And it's another season done at DCC 2022. That's a wrap. And it feels fairly unsubstantial in terms of the, the sides that are playing. The threes have already won the league. The ones and twos are pretty set in their ways going into this week. But I feel like I speak for everyone when I say it's been a, a, a season of really, of really good feeling. And I think it's been a season of real charm. Mostly supported by one of the sides doing really well. I think that's important. But I think this a, a season without pandemic where everyone's able to be together is something that everyone's really appreciated. Mm. And that has shown throughout all the sides and, all, and, and everyone at training throughout. So that, I think that's a nice way to start. We are joined by co-host Lee Parry and co-host for the evening, Asam Faraz, on the day of his last ever game for Ealing after how many years? 25 long, short, enjoyable years. You've been uh, playing for Ealing my, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that makes I, me feel so old. I've been, I've been alive for 24 years. You've covered my existence. <laughs> So hang on, I was playing when you weren't born. What was your first season? I would have been 17, so... No, what's that? 97, 97, yeah, 97. Yeah, you, you, you got me by a year. Um, your second season, I was a fetus. <laughs> Way to make me feel very, very, very old. Um, nice to win today, I imagine. Mm. You were captain. No, I wasn't. You weren't in the end. No, I should have been. I should have been. Yeah, <laughs> been. You know, I'd pulled some strings in the field, you know, when, uh, when things were going wrong. But no, uh, Fares was skippering only his third game of the, of the, of the season. But no, Fares was in charge. Well, Fares was in charge on paper. Scotty was in charge on pitch. <laughs> as, as it always, as, I mean, Scotty's as it should barking be. orders. Oh, yeah. Never happy. Never no. happy. You had him like 80 for 80, still effing and blinding at us but to, for not trying hard enough. Uh, but that's Scotty and uh, I wouldn't change him. Wouldn't change him. Nice to finish at Corfton Road rather yes. than playing somewhere else. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, and I don't know whether he was joking, but Christian, I think a couple of weeks ago, he was like, oh, I was going to pick you for the last game. I was like, absolutely no. I hope, I'm guessing he was joking, but I wouldn't want to finish my Ealing career anywhere else than the best ground in, in the league. I think we were talking about it early, Cabsy, to, to be surrounded by a few of the old boys that you've, you've been playing with for years and years and years. Um, you know, I started here in 2005, and obviously we got to know each other and we've become very very close and good friends but to take the field with you know Scotty uh, Holty uh, Fairzy uh, myself um, Class um, just it's just it's just a good way to finish mm. isn't it yeah and it's and, and it hasn't happened very often in this season and it's been great getting to know the some of the youngsters and some of the new lads that have come in but um, you know it is the way it is you know as you get older you have other commitments you have other life things that you need to work out on and uh, so it was amazing having my last game playing with some of the old stalwarts from the engine room of this of this club the engine room really enjoyed Cabsy's spell today <laughs> when at four points in his bowling the word oh no <laughs> came out of his mouth yeah. as the ball was released out of his hand <laughs> but every single one of those was a dot ball just you know <laughs> just faking it with them isn't it they, they think oh he's got oh no it's a bad ball oh no oh, wait it's a good ball <laughs> <laughs> you can't teach that you can't teach that it's just 25 years of experience that yeah so when you realised that this was going to be your last year mm. was that did it hit you immediately that, that like what, what this has meant to you or has, has it taken some time 
for, for that to sort of settle in? D to be honest, I don't think it still hit me. Yeah, it still hasn't quite sunk in that it is, is my last year. And I feel like it'll, it'll take till the start of the next season when I realise that um, hang on, George has gone mental. <laughs> George the dog, that is, if, if you haven't heard. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it'll take me till like April next year where I realise I'm not going to rock up at Ealing and go into the home dressing room and, and play with the lads for it to actually sink in that I'll be sitting somewhere in Sheffield um, oh, playing with a bunch man. of blokes that I don't, I've never, I've never heard of. <laughs> and and you know, hopefully, I find you know if I find twenty percent of what I have here, then I'll be happy. You know, trying to trying to recreate what I have here is impossible. You know, you've got the best ground for me in the country. You've got the best blokes in the country to play with. You can't you can't recreate this. There's no point trying. So you just gotta you gotta know that and 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 just make the best of what you've got. At the end. So, but ultimately, unless I have like seven pints, seven pints deep, I'll, it'll probably hit me a little bit more. I'll get a little bit emotional. Come back to me then. <laughs> Thinking back over the years, obviously taken loads and loads and loads of wickets. I was wondering, it's own innings that you've played that you've remembered, that you remember particularly? Yes. One, uh, you played this, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I can't remember, we, we, Spencer. Spencer. So we're playing in the national, what was it? It was Maybe like, a, it was, I think it was a regional final, yeah. wasn't it? Um, and we were playing away at Spencer and I had a heavy night the night before as well. Uh, and I was batting 11 and we were in the, beat that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I can't remember what the score. Do you, you probably you were there. You, we were sixty-eight for eight. eight when I came out to bat, and I was joking. And we had they had George Edwards bowling, who played uh, a lot of cricket for Surrey. They had Alex Tudor playing, who I think got injured halfway through the game. They had a really good leggy bowling, and I was like joking around, going, "Oh, might might ramp George Edwards," not thinking I'd even have a bat at this stage. I had to go out to bat, and. Uh, I batted with Christian at the other end and we put on, I think, 50 or 60 for the last wicket. Yeah. I scored 30 not out at the end of it um, and we ended up winning that game and getting us to a half-decent a half score and managed to, managed to bowl them out. That's probably one of the best innings I've done in a, in, in a, in a competitive game for Ealing and one of my most memorable um, games. I actually have a, uh, an innings that you played which I found recently, oh. which we were, was Elliot Opie was playing. Oh yeah, this season. Yeah, yeah. I know and we were chasing, about. I think, two thirty. Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. And nine down. We, I think, we needed forty to win. Yeah. And you got one not out. Yeah. Off at least forty balls. Oh, at least forty. Balls. And Opie took us across the line. Yeah, I think it got to a stage where we just needed one to win. Yeah. And we probably batted for about seven overs, trying to get this one run. But you know, when when you're a number number eleven is the worst place to bat because. The game ends with you, right? You have no freedom to just play a shot because in the back of your mind, you are, particularly in that sort of game when you're chasing and trying to win a game, you're mm. like, well, if I get out, this, it's over. And it's your fault that you got out and your fault that we didn't win. Mm. So I, I tried and there's a few balls where I was like, oh, I was there for a sweep and I couldn't get it away. I had Peter Wellings, who used to obviously coach here, playing for them, going, this bloke can't <laughs> bat. <laughs> I was like, cheers, Wello. Um, and then, yeah, and all I had to do was try and get Ellie uh, Opie on, on strike and thankfully he, uh, he hit the winning runs but it's the longest one I think I've ever played 25 years is a, is a long time as you know Mungo because you've 
in a lie that long. <laughs> That's good for me. Like, That's yeah. strong. Yeah, exactly. So I long. Can tell you, I've, mm. I've grown six foot four inches in that. <laughs> I think I shrunk. <laughs> so you obviously can't choose Ealing because it is the best. Do you, do you have a favourite ground that you like playing at? Uh, I've always liked um, Teddington. I think Teddington's probably been mentioned a few times from a couple of the lads, but it's a very pretty ground. Um, I know some of the boys don't like the new pavilion. I quite like the new pavilion, to be honest. Um, but it's, it's just a very pretty ground. You know, you've got deer walking around in the outfield. It always rags there. So I've always managed to get, um, uh, get a few wickets playing there. So it's always been a happy hunting ground for me. Um, and I've got probably some, like two or three games where they're my happiest memories of a match played for Ealing um, at, at Teddington, including like a national semi-final a couple of amazing twos league games where we where we won where odds were completely against us so um, yeah Teddington's probably my, one of my favourite grounds this is going to be one of the toughest questions you have to answer um, and we completely understand if you break down start crying or whatever you I mean you haven't heard my question yet so laughing's not going to help you <laughs> in this situation what is Christopher Glasper going to do without you? he's just useless won't he? he'd be useless I mean he is anyway I mean I mean, even more so. I mean, I hold that man together. Yeah. He is what he is because of me. You're his strapping. Uh, yes. I am his neoprene. <laughs> <laughs> there was neoprene around him like a mummy, mummified suit. I'm yeah. basically like a wetsuit for him. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a wetsuit for him. Yeah. He's got um, nothing to offer other than that. But obviously one of your best mates here. Yeah. Seriously good chap. And um, yeah, there's, there's, there's loads of... Loads of friends and, 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 and things that we, that we make along the years. Um, it's tough when you see someone that you've played cricket with for so long sort of, you know, retire. That's why I came back. I was just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every, what? Every it's time. My, it's, my, it's like my 20, 27th coming out of a retirement game, I think. I'm not going home. I'm not going home. I'm back. Okay. I'm available. <laughs> and on sporadic availability, especially this year, we have our first guest of the podcast, Stephen Scott. Evening, gents. We're dedicating this, this podcast, obviously, to Cabsy and, and his time here. Is there a moment that you really remember that... Um, that, that sticks out for you about, about him maybe, maybe it's a game maybe it's something that isn't to do with cricket at all can I just suggest you maybe just refrain from any change room activity because uh, <laughs> yeah. let's think of something you know we can actually talk about on the yeah. pod yeah that yeah. can't be beeped out uh, yeah I mean from, from a cricketing perspective um, he, he is the he is the player at Ealing that I've played the most games with um, we were totting it up last week and we, probably about 200 games we've played together which is a hell of a lot um, in 15 years um in terms of a moment, I think when we when we won the league with Asan as captain, um, that was a really special moment for me, um, given how closely we worked that season. Is this um, the year that Munger forgot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Munger forgot. Checking, Munger forgot. Um, yeah, Asan was captain. Yeah. Um, that was a great moment, and um, it was a really good season mm. um, in 2015. And. Yeah, that would be the moment for me. We're just saying, um, Scotty, it was quite nice for a few of the old boys just to come down and, and, and play in, in Cabsy's last game. Um, I did make it very clear, Amunga, you weren't here. We made a nice little, what was it called, a tunnel or a... God yeah, of Honour. A God of oh. Honour for, for Cabsy. And boy, did he milk it. <laughs> <laughs> boy, did well, he milk it. He's not a quick mover, is he? I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it was like he had won 
the World Cup, yeah. the lottery. I nearly came back through the tunnel. <laughs> I turned around and came back again. But it was so slow, yeah. we didn't make it through to the end. Because uh, I, I, I was like in the middle and I was about to walk off and then Parry was like, no, wait, 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 wait for glass. I was like, why am I waiting for glass? And then I was like, mm, something's going on You've here. Done it, you've done it for 15 years. Yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. What's, what's one more? And especially yeah. when Perry gets told you, there's something yeah, yeah, going yeah, on. something going on. <laughs> there's, something, there's something a bit. Uh, but no, it was an absolute honour. That was a really, really lovely touch from the, from the boys. And I think in terms of moment, like, to get one, one more stumping. One, yeah. one last stumping. Did we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I, honestly, when I woke up this morning, last week... I played with Scotty and we nearly got one and unfortunately he missed it. Um, <laughs> so, and, and inside I genuinely edge walked... Inside edge four. Inside edge four. Yeah. 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 I was there. Inside edge, inside edge four. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but man of his standards, should, he should have got that, shouldn't he, let's be honest. Uh, but I genuinely woke up this morning thinking, if I get a wicket, if I only get one wicket today, I would want it, bowl for as, stump Scott. That's what I'd want, and I'm so glad I got that. Yeah, so then, and the two nicks that he didn't even attempt to catch off me. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, and I would have got five. <laughs> we are joined by Mr. Neil Fairburn. Fairs, join us. Join evening us. All, evening all. Evening, evening. Fairsy, before we get on to your relationship with Campsy and, and your time together, you. Get off the square! <laughs> just for the listeners we decided yes, it's, it's, uh, uh, yeah. it's, it's our last not last pod but our last game of the season out in the middle having a, having a chat to a few other guys um, Mungo your question sorry Fezzi from what I understand this might have been your last game as captain for twos it is it's emotional and to be honest it's been it's been a journey that we've been on set out to try to win the league it was never accomplished um my predecessors went about it far better than myself, <laughs> and um, I've ended up with nothing. <laughs> and now, my, and now I've faced a mass exodus as my players have walked out on me. <laughs> They're even going to Sheffield. Bezzy, <laughs> <laughs> how many years have you done this job then? I think too four, many. Four, four or five. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's, it's been interesting, but I certainly haven't bowled myself enough, and I managed to bowl two two overs today. So. Cool. Um, yeah, and I thought I went all right, actually. Yeah. Captain, yeah. how were his overs? All, in all Good. Honesty. I've always said he's underused himself. Uh, and I've always feel like I've trusted his bowling more than he's trusted his own bowling. Yeah. Um, but he, I, he bowled really well. He bowled really well. Underused. Underused, underplayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can't, can't bowl if he doesn't play. But, um, but yeah, certainly, does, certainly a better bowler than he thinks he is. Yeah. Fezzi, we, we've been asking the other people that come on the pod if, if they have a particular Assam for us moment that, that, that they remember. Um... <laughs> That's a really good question. I can answer that really easily. We went to Hampstead probably um, three or four years ago. We all arrived. We were in the changing rooms and it suddenly dawned on him that he'd actually forgotten his kit. His whole, <laughs> this, this guy, he, he, in, in all the time I've known him, he doesn't carry a kit bag. He carries like a full-blown coffin. XL. <laughs> it's like literally, you see people going in that Heathrow with less. <laughs> It, it takes up the full back of his club, um, which is a clubman, and um, his mini, which is a clubman. And yeah, he forgot his kit, so he had to scoot off. So I don't know what happened, but we ended up getting his kit there. Yeah. Um, still, yeah, got, I re- still got wickets though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I got four for yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I remember that game because, annoyingly, I'd actually come to the club to get my bag to then take it to Hampstead. <laughs> and I don't know what happened while I was here, but I completely just got in my car, drove off. And then I arrived and I went, opened the boot to take my kit out and realised it wasn't there. So I then drive all the way back, come, came back, did good time, 
got there just as the boys were about to uh, take the field. Uh, this idiot won the toss and decided to field, even though he knew he was, he was a man down. Um, and, uh, but still, yeah, got four wickets, still want to talk about it. And I must add, equally, probably one of my best moments playing was at the same ground in the, in the second 11 when Vishal Sethi was captain. We needed whatever it was off the last over, I think. We needed uh, seven to win off seven, the last seven over. Seven to win. Cabs launched one, a six, into the tennis courts. Vishal was in tears. We what we won the won the league and that yeah. was yeah, that was a great memory as well. Yeah. Um but Yeah, I remember that because we needed seven to win. I hit a six and I realised I was number ten. Uh, and a guy called Richard Chatterton, who uh, I think was here earlier, or his brother was here earlier, and he was number eleven. And I realised that if I got out then and then he got out, we didn't win the league because we the tie the scores were tied and we wouldn't win. And Vish who's a skipper at the other end, was in tears on the floor. And I was like, Vish, stand up. We haven't won this yet. <laughs> uh, but I ended up surviving one ball and hitting the next ball for four. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but um, Yeah, you will be missed, mate. Probably more so for your lifts that you give me. I can't, <laughs> I can't afford fuel, so I can't actually get to any away games now without you. Um, and your erratic driving that used to be in the RAV4. I was glad when you updated your car so I had airbags. Cause me on those Saturday mornings, I never knew where I was going to get there. <laughs> That's the first blimp yeah. for you, lads. Yeah. No, not Second, the first. We've got a few. Yeah. Cabs, I've got another question for you. When do you think, when was your peak? When, when do you feel like, when you felt you were your absolute best? But do, you have, do you have a year that you remember going, actually, I bombed really well that year? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I do. And it was actually quite, not that long ago, to be honest. It's probably... 2.30, 3 o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to say it's probably about five, four or five years ago. Uh, and it was a year I didn't finish. Uh, there's many seasons where I haven't finished the season because I've got injured. Um, and for some reason, I just found my... I don't know how to tweak my action or just... I, something just clicked and I bowled, for me, brilliantly. And I think I was on sort of like 26, 27 wickets at the time of... I Then uh, I think I can't remember what I tore. I think I tore my tricep or something uh, and then didn't bowl after but I think for me bowling wise that was easily my best year I reckon I would have finished on 35 wickets something like that which is really good for me um, batting wise a long time ago I peaked a long time ago it's, it's been downhill ever since the eyes have gone the reactions have gone uh, I managed to do a little bit today but that's pretty much about it it's only because uh, Ollie fixed fixed his bat that I bought off him uh, and I managed to get a few out of the middle that's pretty much about it yeah we have we have our fourth guest of the podcast here, uh, Christopher Glasper. Hello. We've been asking uh, all of our guests today about um, their relationship with Asan Faraz, and you don't know him that well. <laughs> um, but if, if, there, if, there was, if there was a moment of, of Cabs that you remember, and it's something that really sticks out, um, where, where would you begin? I'm sure you have so many to choose from. But. So Cabs and I lived together for a few years, and uh, we used to play a game called House, which was... <laughs> We had a, a sponge ball, and I, in my old house, um, there was very small ceilings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was angled slats. So there was a small bit of wall where you had to kick the ball off the wall, and then the next person tries to kick it. And Cabs comes running in, and out of nowhere, the couch <laughs> made this illegal two-footed tackle. No one else around him apart from the couch. He goes over on his ankle. The noise was horrendous. 
and he's gone down and he's in agony. I thought he was about to start crying and I felt bad for getting me phone out straight <laughs> <laughs> Recording him and I think he's got a photo of it, but that was the thing that stands out for me because his ankle ballooned and he's got Papa Dom ankles at the best of time, but that one, that's probably the thing that uh, yeah stands out the most for me. Uh, there's a few things that I can't say on the podcast, but I'll happily tell you some stories later on that stick out. <laughs> one in Barbados in a bar that was fantastic as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that that's the one that sticks out for me. Non cricketing related, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's perfect. What? Just, um, let's have a look at that picture. Let's have a look at the picture, and we'll uh, we might get it onto the uh, get onto the pod very quickly. Glass, what what are you going to do without him? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like. It's not just like, for me, it's not just the cricket, you know, with a lot of the boys that we um, see over the winter, um, you know, we all hang around. It's that type of club that we all spend our summers and winters together. So, you know, cricket's one thing that at least, you know, I'll have that distraction, um, you know, just playing the sport over the summer. But yeah, it's going to be a massive miss. Obviously, my missus coming over should distract me a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not going to be easy. You know, I hate him as much as I love him. Um, but yeah, like the, the first day I joined the club, um, I had a net with him and Naz on the square. Um, he was a bit ripped then, um, very different to how he looks at the moment. Skinhead. Skinhead. He had a skinhead. Um, and yeah, straight from the first day, met him. Didn't really get on that well at the beginning, <laughs> but ended up living together because he planted a sob story on me and I'm like well he knows I've got a spare room I'm gonna have to let him move in but yeah we've we've got a great relationship and you know just because he's moving to Sheffield um doesn't mean that we won't spend time together but yeah it's gonna be gonna be difficult not having him around to mourn at I'm gonna have to find someone else to mourn at which might be might be a struggle time to introduce another guest to the podcast Oliver Wilkin and thank you for your Hello. time, Oliver. <laughs> Love it to have you, mate. Yeah. Um, go and look after the square, please. <laughs> I can't. You f- sitting on it. Oh, there it, it is. There it is. First beat. Is there a Cabsy moment that you, that you remember? Well, it's interesting. I was talking to Shep about 15 minutes ago about Cabsy. Was there, he's... He hasn't. He doesn't do that much. Stupid. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> not English. You recovered that <laughs> sentence. No, that's not English. My point is like... There's a lot of stories I go, oh, Cabs was there, but you didn't do anything stupid apart from your stag do in Portugal. And I do remember we, we were, we'd left one bar, we we're going into another bar and we were, there was a couple of steps up to this bar and I walked in slightly ahead of Cabs and I turned around and Cabs is on the floor now. He's, he's hit the deck hard, walking up one step. Bleeding. He's bleeding from his <laughs> shin. And I've turned around and looked at the bouncer who's now walking towards Cabs. I'm like, well, he's kicking us out straight away. The bouncer just lifted Cabs up off the floor <laughs> and pushed him to the bar. <laughs> he was a big bloke as well. He was a big lad. picked me up very easily. And I, I was fully, Cabs, both, we were both fully expecting the bouncer just to go, oh, yeah. See you, lads. You're not coming in here. You don't get that service in England. Straight to the bar. Yeah. Cabs, you stumble yeah. to the bar, bleeding shin and all. Yeah. And one of my favourite memories of Ollie is so. For those who don't know Ollie, when he was a kid, Ollie was a very small little child. He's obviously six foot two, six foot three, whatever you are now. He's but a he was child. he was tiny when he was a kid. Uh, and Kernsey used to have a dog here, and I used to. Alice. Get Alice and I used to get Ollie holding by his ankles upside down so that Alice could come up 
and lick his face until he and, until he screamed. <laughs> that well, was, my earliest memories of yeah. cabs. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> one, of your earliest memories, <laughs> one of your earliest memories of Alice as well? Or? No, no, I knew Alice a long time before I knew cabs. <laughs> <laughs> Another good one about cabs is when he used to drive us. I mean, I know he's got the nickname cabs, but there was there was one time here and he wasn't drinking because he had to drive. And we were driving back somewhere after being here and there was probably about six of us piled into his little silver jeep and cabs he said i know i'm gonna drive you i think we ended up back at scotty's house yeah yeah and cabs is like i'm gonna i'm happy to drive (laughs) i'm happy to drive six of you as long as you lads don't act like (laughs) sorry don't act like idiots And straight away, we'd got about four yards down the road, and there's me and Lee hanging out in the sunroof with a balloon. Driving through Ealing, two of us out of the sunroof, and a balloon in our hands, advertising to the world that there were five drunk idiots in the car, and cabs driving us. And he was sat in the front seat, can't get in the car. No! Worst thing is, we we made it to Petzers first got kicked out yeah. of Petsley yeah. and then had to go to Scotland. Yeah. 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 finally thought I could have a drink yeah. here. It was yeah. like we were kicked yeah. out within three seconds and yeah. ended up at Scotland. I was like, right, lads, I can only fit five of you. We can get six in, but just be quiet. Be sensible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn around, fucking parries up the thunder. Get down! Oh. I think we were leaning over and banging yeah. on the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good times. Leaving, leaving Pepsi yeah. getting kicked out yeah. and getting on the car going, sunroof, sunroof. I think Kevzi, you you had one, you had like a sip of a drink at Pepsi because you thought that's where we were ending up. Yeah. Like, nope, off yeah, we go yeah, again. Yeah. Left my bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Gone again. Yeah, that'll be fun. I finished late that night, from memory. That'll yeah. be fun. Good fun. Time to introduce another guest to the podcast, David Holt. Good evening. To our Assam Franz special. Healthy Festival well batter today, a couple of runs. Couple yeah. of runs. Thank you. Um, we, we've asked everyone that, that's joined today if, if they have something that they remember in particular of, of Campsie and people have chosen either games or, or things off the field or Ollie. Camsy chose for Ollie a moment where he dangled Ollie in front of a dog, so like everything's in play. <laughs> no, no, not everything. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it PC. <laughs> No, I mean, look, what can I say? Cabs joined as a 17-year-old. Um, so that's a very long time. It's been great. It's been amazing. I don't know if everyone knows how he got his his nickname, but he obviously never used to drink, and he would be the man that would stand up for the boys and uh, made sure we all had a good night, shall we say, and uh, was happy to not partake in any alcohol and drive us literally uh, wherever whatever the good night would lead us. So, yeah, it's been, it's been an honour, 23 years. How special was it today to, to get to play with him on, on his last game, having been here for basically his whole duration as well yourself? Yeah, amazing. And to get, to get um, over half the team that, you know, of old boys, um, get us playing together, myself, Leapy, Scotty, Fez, um, all of us in the same team, Glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you don't take any wickets. <laughs> you get forgotten about. It. Still young. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was great. It was great. Yeah, and I think it was the uh, the perfect way to uh, to send him off. Um, let him walk into the clubhouse in a. For all of us, with his both both arms in the air, slight <laughs> <laughs> overreaction. But, <laughs> um, but no, no, it was uh, it, it was great. It was great, and he's uh, he's been a great friend, 
um, and uh, it's been great sitting next to him in the change room for uh, for a lot of that time. Yeah. Cabsy, why did you get Dick of the Day today? It's a very good question, Mungo. Very good question. <laughs> it's an inquiry that I'm hoping will happen because it's uh, it's it's wrong. It's unfair. Uh, and the true dick of the day is sitting to my left, and that's Christopher Glass. <laughs> what, what, what did Glass do today? Um, he came late to the uh, to the ground. Like we had to delay the late team picture. The yeah, late for the photos. We had to delay the photo because he wasn't here. Uh, general grumpiness. Um, I'm sure there was plenty of other things. I can't remember just being himself. I think I got it because I'm leaving. <laughs> is essentially why I got it, uh, which is why I'm wearing this ridiculous shirt, which is actually. Jack Shepard's actual shirt. I think now would be a good time just to to let me say a few things about Cabsy. That should. Oh, would it? Yeah. Funny that. <laughs> you just take over the. Well, haven't said anything for about 20 minutes of the podcast. I think it's time for me to start saying many, many, many things. This, this is why I've always said to you this, will, this is never going to work like long term. You're a prick. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you use this whole platform for the Mungo Russell show that you want the world to know about. Hashtag named Russell. What <laughs> 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 you. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Ned Russell, little bitch. Lee, take over. Perfect. Um, my, time, my time with Cavs, I'll, I'll never ever forget. Um, absolute hero. It's been an absolute pleasure playing with you and against you and behind you. And he's not listening because he's pointing at everyone else and I'm being sentimental. Sorry, and I'm going to punch sorry, you in the head. Sorry. <laughs> Any final words that you'd want to you'd leave for the up-and-coming Ealing young cricketer about why this place is so special to so many of us sat around here today? Uh, look, I, I came here as a 17-year-old and as a, as a kid, as a 17-year-old, entirely honest, I didn't have a whole load of friends at school or anything like that. So when I came here and I met so many amazing people and became such close friends with all of them. It was, it's literally, it changed my life. Genuinely it did. Um, and this, I, and I lived for the summers. Um, and I, and I have ever since, to be honest, it's just an amazing place to be, um, for all those youngsters who play here, enjoy it because you don't get clubs like this generally. You don't, you don't, oh, here's my pint gone. <laughs> you don't, if you don't spin it, why bother, right? Yeah, you, you don't. You don't get clubs like this. You don't get grounds like this. You don't get blokes like this. I don't believe anyway. I'm sure right. people would disagree who play at other clubs, but I don't believe it. Um, enjoy it. Ama it's an amazing place to be. It's an amazing club to be at, um, and you're an you're extremely lucky to play here. Uh, and I'm gutted I'm leaving, but um, you know, life is life. And I'll move on very very quickly as guest host today i think it's only fair that cabsy get to ask aj what his word of the week is take it away aj what's your word of the week my word of the week is milo thanks aj you've been here for for obviously 25 years and you've seen you've seen a minimum of 25 overseas because we've had a couple sometimes mm. best overseas you've seen at this club that is really hard is can, I, can, can i can i pick two you can pick no. two yeah so I'd go uh, Matt Healy, um, and Holt will know what circa year that he was, but he was just an amazing seam bowler who could put it on a 10 pence um, and Dave, one heaps of wickets uh, and a lovely bloke. Uh, so he was, without a doubt, one of the best overseas players we've had. Um, and if I had to pick another one, I'd probably pick, have to pick Pat Darwin. He was, he's just, he was just a gun. Could bat, could bowl, could field. 
Love the circuit. Um, <laughs> Terrible bloke. Yeah. I love like the fact that the Australian test player didn't make it in. Uh, Birdie. <laughs> he was, he was he useless was. when he came in. <laughs> he was a youngster. He was useless. He had, All he did was bowl no balls and watch Fresh Prince the Bell. Classy. I remember uh, you lived with him for a little bit and I remember walking into the house because you gave me the keys. You sat in the living room in the dark because he, he couldn't top up your electricity card <laughs> <laughs> waiting for someone to come in. And I remember going out on a night out with him and he was only he was only one around and I was like, okay, fine, we'll go we'll go to the Redback. And he's like, brilliant, we got to the Redback. He was like, oh, by the way, I've got no money, so you're going to have to sponsor me. Cheers, yeah. mate. And you, know, in. <laughs> you know he still owes me 80 quid. So two years ago he was here and he was so drunk, I, had, I put him in an Uber. He threw up in the Uber on the way back to his hotel. I got charged a cleaning fee. <laughs> Stop replying. <laughs> Women back to Australia was like, yeah, yeah, mate, I'll, I'll transfer it. Don't worry. Chris, you know, this is being recorded, right, for like a public audience. Yeah. <laughs> the word <laughs> actually doesn't cut it. I don't think these Sorry, uh, if you could bleep that out. But he owes yeah. me 80 quid. Yeah. Good luck. Because he threw up. My Uber rating took an absolute <laughs> yeah. dive. Yeah. i tell you what, the listeners actually really want to hear about Chris's Uber rating. Um, 4.7 now. <laughs> Cabsy, one last question. We've had some, some outstanding cricketers come through this club and some pros as well. Mm. Had Ned, you've had O's, YT Podders. Of all of them, who was the best as a cult? Who was who was the brightest prospect you've ever seen under the age of eighteen? Where you thought immediately that person under the age of eighteen. So okay, uh, it, I'd probably say Ned Eckersley. I'd say I remember watching him bat, and he just made it look really easy. And he's obviously had a really successful county career. Um, now and he yeah for me he just he could do he just I remember him playing spin I remember bowling to him here I think he represented the mill six and we and I can't remember why we played him here um, and he was he was sweeping me he was using his feet he was reverse sweeping me and I genuinely didn't know what to do and where to bowl to him so um, just from just from playing with him a couple of times and seeing him um, probably Ned Eckersley I think we've come to the end of this to hear from so many of the people that have spent so much of this time with you it's always been really special and if you had any, not that you're going to be able to sum up your time here in, in any way um, succinctly or, or perhaps as you might like listening back to it. But one second, one second. Succinctly? Succinctly? Yep. Oh, sort of in as few words as possible. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything that you'd like to say? I, I don't think you can say it succinctly. Succinctly? Succinctly. When you've been there as long as I have and played with so many amazing people and played so many amazing games, I don't think you can say it in a couple of words. I've just had an amazing time playing here. Um, I'm going to miss it like you wouldn't believe. I will continue to listen to the podcast, follow the lads on Play Cricket. Um, I'm going to keep... I'm still going to come back to London, hopefully... On a monthly basis, um, I will. I'll be having a pint on the boundary and uh, cheering the boys on, and possibly heckling a few. Um, but yeah, I've just had an amazing time. I'm going to miss it like you wouldn't believe. Um, this is this is my family and my home. So I love this place. There's there's two words. There's two words that you'll never forget.
season cats <laughs> 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 Here with Luke Stoughton, aka Beast. Beastie, can you describe cabs in three words for me, please? Grey, strapping, as in bandages, Spencer. Uh, where are you going? Come back. I need you. Hashtag Ned Russell. Uh, famously, the better of the Russell brothers. Are you able to describe cabs in three words for me? Good little coat. Why are you wearing that shirt? Oh, I'm, I'm a third 11 champion, mate. Third 11 champion. <laughs> How stupid of me. Easy game. Can you describe cabs in three words for me? Um, loves his scooter. <laughs> Stephen Scott, a.k.a. Scotty, a.k.a. Scott, Scott, Scotty Scott. How are you describing cabs in three words? Reliable, round arm, undercutter. Here with uh, Jack Shepard, Wikipedia Jack Shepard. Uh, Jack Shepard, can you do me a favour and describe cabs in three words for me, please? Uh, cabs in three words, Jesus. Uh, I suppose I'd have to go for... And then... Uh... And then... I'll tell you what, last one's tough. Sorry to bother you, Scotty Enzo. Are you able to describe cabs in three words for me, please? Uh, legend, top bloke, uh, injuries. Harjot, a.k.a. Cheeks. Can you describe cabs in three words for me, please? Talcum powder bollocks. Okay, that's two. It's three. Talcum powder. <laughs> Thanks, Cheeks. <laughs> I mean, the man that needs no introduction, Hen Urs Henry Anton, Captain Champion, GLP, GLC, GL, Double T, A, P, I, C, G, T, A, F, I, T. Can you describe Cabsy in three words? Good looking rooster. O, T, J. Are you able to describe Cabsy in three words? Strapping, straight, strapping. Hi, Emily Perry, your name? Rory Patel. Excellent. Uh, can you describe cabs in three words? Worse than Priyatam. <laughs> Co-host Mungo Russell, can you describe, describe cabs in three words, please? Dependable, eternal, friendly. <laughs> Robbie Connolly, how, how are you? I'm great, thanks. How are Wonderful. you, Lee? Yeah, very, very good, thanks. Can you describe cabs in three words, please? Um, fellow Robocop. Very nice. I say. You can say whatever you want, Christian Martin and David Holt, in three words. How would you describe cabs? Pretty average bloke. Talcum powder lover. Barn champion, threes champion player. Uh, can you describe cabs in three words for me? Good little spinner. Editor of the pod, Marlo Wilkin, your three words to describe cabs. Oh, that's tough. How about... That's three words. <coughs> <laughs> Three Barcelona sunrises. Here with uh, the better working of the brothers, Ollie. Three words to describe cabs. Short, silver, mm. friendly. Bobby Gamble, you've only known cabs for a little while. Um, in three words, explain your thoughts on cabs. Lots of strapping. <laughs> Here with the head groundsman, Gareth Shaw. Gareth Shaw, can you describe cabs in three words for me, please? 
Silver Fox. That's two. Twat. Parks, uh, got a couple of words for Cab Seal? Something that you remember? Or... Well, yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of the positive memories that I have with Cabs are not on the cricket field, but what I often have to remember is that he was my first Ealing captain in the twos and I got a really good 50-odd in my first game, 46, at uh, Richmond and um, took a catch off his bowling, which brought me a, a, at least eight weeks' worth of twos cricket before I was, I was obviously hurried down to the threes where I lived a really slow and painful death. Uh, it's um, very rude. You actually were my introduction to the threes, so how dare you say I that? I mean, we weren't going to talk about that because I remember your introduction to the cricket club, but that's for a different pod. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, for, as far as I was concerned, I, I, I lived most of my initial twos career in the back, like an Uber driver. Like, like he was my Uber, Uber driver in his whatever 4x4 it was, uh, going far and wide and really burgling a gig in the twos. Um, before I came back and honestly as, as a man he offers very minimal chat in the car but boy can that boy um, bring people around each other and build a dressing room and yeah I, I, I will miss that man immensely Im- immensely immensely. I- immensely that's what I was after mm. uh, immensely two beers and um, yeah I'm, I'm incredibly upset at the fact that this man is leaving the cricket club even though I haven't played here for three years because he's a stalwart of the club and he means a, a lot to a lot of people and I'm really sorry to see him go. No, you've. I think you've actually hit the nail on the head there. It, it's almost as if we've all taken him for granted. He's so much part of the furniture. He was. He was my twos captain, my first ever twos game as well. He's. He's just someone that we've all sort. Of, he's just been around for all of our time here, and we've all spent good times with him, and lots of us have played with him and, and won with him, and and lost with him, and it's. Yeah, it's. He's. He's maybe the first of of our generation and, and the generation above above me and you to, to, re- to head off forever. Yeah. Most people are, are, are still playing a little bit here and there, but for someone to leave, this is, this is the first. And, and, it, and it is hitting people. And I think that's, uh, it's just testament to him. The Ealing Cricketer.